This is the Comstock Report Podcast. We are strong advocates for the American family farm and your top source for the agriculture markets. And now, here's your host, David Cruz. This is David Cruz with the Comstock Report. Negotiated settlement in Ukraine, a mistake. Historically, politicians have prematurely stopped our military from delivering the best result from battlefield conditions before consenting to a negotiated settlement. It has been World War II since unconditional surrender was demanded, in part due to the nuclear deterrent. Yet the Taliban had no nuclear weapons, in fact no Navy, no Air Force, and yet wore down U.S. resolve so that the last two presidents made plans to negotiate and then exit Afghanistan with their tails between their legs. The message sent by the Biden administration is that when it was needed to tough it out, plan and execute an organized withdrawal, they did not have what it takes. Putin is counting on that, looking for history to repeat. European politicians are worse. Angela Merkel's huge mistake aligning German energy interests to be dependent on Russia is today the worst relationship demanding change in Europe. I suspect that Putin was surprised as NATO came together, but he thinks he can outlast them. Can he? Politicians dependent on votes were trumped by autocrats that are not. My worry is that when Biden says that negotiated settlement will be needed to end the war in Ukraine, it is he who has begun the process of undermining the strong resolve to win the war there. This is an unbelievable chance to crush Putin and Russia, and I'm not convinced that our Western politicians will not blow it. Americans are not dying in Ukraine. Granted, we're using the Ukraine military that is suffering significant casualties while the country itself is being pummeled. If we ask them for this sacrifice, which they have been willing to make and do not hold strong against Putin, then their sacrifice is disrespected. President Biden last Friday said he thinks a negotiated settlement will be necessary to end Russia's war in Ukraine. To me, that sounded like someone open to concessions. Asked whether Ukraine should give up some of its territory to Russia in order to end the war and bring peace to the region, Biden said his policy continues to be that the United States will not make any decisions about Ukraine without Ukraine. Yet he knows that Ukraine depends on us, and it is the magnitude and substance of that support that will determine how this ends. The only way that Ukraine can win this war is that with unrelenting military support from NATO and economic support from the European Union and U.S., they either demand that Russia concede all Ukraine territory as the benchmark for Ukrainian victory, or Russia wins. If the war goes to negotiated settlement, then Putin will retain territory that he and others will see as a victory. It may be hollow and peric, but a victory of sorts nonetheless, as long as Ukraine did not win. What is frustrating is that the outcome of the war in Ukraine will come down mostly to the comparative resolve of the opposing parties. The economic sanctions put on Russia will break the country eventually. They cannot be shut out of the world economy with Russian allies treated as pariahs, as is Russia, and hope to come through with any semblance of being something more than a Big Brother version of North Korea. Russian demographic collapse and the exodus of its best and brightest citizens will eventually cause Russia to implode. Instead of telling Putin that there is going to be a negotiated settlement over Ukraine, he should have been told that we can and will see to it that his regime dies as the outcome. I think that Ukraine must be given the war materials to pursue the most successful outcome on the battlefield possible. The economic sanctions, however, bite both ways. 
The European Union is hurting from energy shortages and inflation, and elected officials there fear that the now-supported population in Europe will reverse its support for the war and turn on them if protracted. Putin is betting that will happen. The Ukrainian ambassador got it right. We are fighting for the freedom of Europe and the whole world. So the next 100 days will be very busy for all of us, unquote. This approach is in contrast to suggestions, including by former Secretary of State Henry Kissinger last week, that Ukraine cede to Russia the Crimean Peninsula and portions of Donbass that Russia seized in 2014. Zelensky sharply rejected the notion as redolent of the 1938 Munich Agreement, in which European governments forced Czechoslovakia to concede its Sudetenland region to Nazi Germany. Neither U.S. or European citizens are anywhere near as stressed and threatened as are Ukrainians, but listen to them whine about how inconvenienced that they are by having to pay more for staples and such. One would think that they were being issued rationing booklets or they were under some kind of real attack. Russia has caused more loss of U.S. and European blood and treasure of this past several decades than any other enemy. The Ukrainians are bleeding and dying for us, and there's a very poor sense of history and responsibility here to overcome. You've been listening to the Comstock Report. For more information on marketing opportunities, contact us at Comstock.com or call 712-227-1110. For a more complete version of the Comstock Report with hedging strategies and trade recommendations, subscribe on our website at Comstock.com or reach out to one of our risk management specialists about how we can help you protect your profits.